Welcome to this episode of The Authentic Advisor, which discusses and debates the hot topics impacting business advisors globally. My name is James Mason, and I'm pleased to be joined today by Dennis Lee, a partner at RSM Singapore, to discuss practical ways advisors can help implement environmental, social and governance, so better known as ESG strategies for clients and in their own firms. So thanks for joining me, Dennis. Good morning, James. Thank you very much for inviting me and uh, welcome to the podcast to everybody who's uh, listening. Yeah, no, thanks uh, for being involved. I know it's a, a very, very busy time. So, uh, um, yeah, looking forward to your thoughts today. So I thought it would be a good starting point just to hear a bit of brief background to your journey to date that's led you to being a partner at RSM Singapore's business consulting division. Okay, sure. So goes like this. So uh, I've got uh, almost 21 years of experience uh, in the professional scene. Uh, I started off as an auditor, a financial auditor. And uh, after a while, well, you know, the curiosity got the best of me. I always wanted to know, you know, what was really behind the numbers? You know, what's all that black magic that happens behind, you know, how things end up in a set of financial statements, mm -hmm. right? So, so you know, in, in the course of my audits, I sort of start to wander uh, uh, over to the operations people, the sales people, you know, the R&D people. And they sort of get me interested into, you know, processes, uh, efficiency, productivity, right? Wh where things can go wrong uh, very much early on in the stage, even before, you know, it ends up, you know, in the, in the, in the financial statements, right? And, and that sort of started my journey uh, towards uh, uh, going, uh, moving on to be more of an advisor. So, so that was really the background behind it. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And uh, this, this ESG area is quite a, a, a growth area. And I know you're, um, you know, sort of very up to date with it also. How are you explaining it in a sort of succinct way to, to clients at the moment? If a client's saying, look, we need some help around this, is there a way that you're describing it um, that helps them understand it? Yeah. I mean, James, funny that you, you mentioned it's a growth area. I, I think it's good that it's a growth area because, you know, really the world does need a bit of a wake up call in terms of uh, what a good company actually means. Right. And I keep telling this uh, to my clients, right. To say that, Hey, you know, um, uh, many of you may be in your fifties, your sixties, your seventies. Right. And we want to know what the next 20 to 30 years will be. Right. If, if, you know, even some of us do actually get there, right. To the next 20, 30 years. And, and we want it to be a better place than what it is today. Right. So, mm. so, so aside from reading through, you know, all the, the news and quite often it is bad news, right? Flooding, you've got, you know, Auckland now practically, you know, uh, being battered by, by storms and, and recently happened to Australia as well, mm. right? And it's not just Australia, it's all other parts of the world. It's earthquakes, it's fires, it's drought, you know, it's, 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 it's global warming, you know, it's uh, weather patterns that are so disruptive and that's creating a whole lot of havoc. So that's really the just the environmental aspect of it, right? So what can a company do? And is that uh, really the purpose of a company? Because we, we always have these discussions with uh, business owners, right? Uh, and professional managers. And, you know, they will tell me that, you know, ultimately uh, their, their first priority is to get through the year or the years ahead, right? So how are they going to get through the year or years ahead? Is that just, just you know, by, by, by turning off uh, the lights by changing to, to energy saving light bulbs. Is that, is that doing enough? Right. And mm. that's not really the end all and be all of ESG. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think most companies get it that ESG 
uh, these days is really a strategic shift in how you know the business must continue to operate uh, in mm. the future but what the business actually is about right so is the business really about this traditional model or is this something that you know needs a major rethink right mm. and and the major rethink is the thing that actually scares people and people you know people being people are, are very much resistant to uh, a radical change right so people will say okay i'll just adopt a bit of this and a little bit of that and you know, I think I should be fine, right? To tick the box. Yes, yes, and and so there's, I, I guess, what I'm gathering from that is there's a quite a story that you're talking to customers about and really sort of digging deeper with them around, you know, where they see it from a philosophical perspective in how they actually shape their businesses. So you're starting off having that discussion around where they see this rather than, as you said, tick a box strategy on this particular space. I mean, are you finding leaders quite open to that discussion? They are, in fact, actually they are, and they, they do want to be educated, right? They don't want to, they do want to spar with you, right? So as a, mm. as a business advisor, you, you have to do your homework, right? Mm. Uh, I mean, uh, excellent thing about new, new, new concepts about new themes is that everybody's on the starting, same starting page, right? So to all of you out there who are business advisors and consultants, you're, you're starting from ground zero, right? And, uh, you know, obviously some countries are more advanced and others aren't. But I think uh, the literature is out there. The materials are out there for us to understand, read, and apply, right? So I, I wouldn't say that somebody, you know, halfway around the world would be uh, 200% ahead of where, you know, somebody who is uh, in a very basic uh, developing sort of state uh, mm. uh, would be experiencing, right? So that's, that's, that's the beauty of it, right? It actually levels, uh, you know, so-called the playing field. But having said that, uh, you have to do your homework. Right, you have to make sure that uh, you, you you bring that concept across to them that it's not just about going green for the sake of uh, saving the environment, but it's also going green uh, for the sake of saving your business, for the sake of saving your people, and you know uh, having a resilient uh, kind of uh, thinking behind you know how you want to chart your business and, and its future. Yeah, and and because we're finding that there's a lot of people, I think, in our recent surveys that show that 60% are already feeling as though they're embracing some form of ESG strategies. I think another 24% said they're looking to do that in the the future. So, are you leading that education with clients, or you're finding more are coming to you asking for for help, or are you? So, what, where do you find the balance there? Are you sort of finding more coming to you, or you're having to really you know trigger that in the market? I think at the moment, at the moment, we as as advisors, as consultants, we probably are in uh, what I call a sweet spot because people are coming knocking on our doors, right, and saying, "Hey, we've got this problem, or we, we don't understand this, right? Can you help make mm -hmm. sense of it?" So some people are coming to us saying, "Hey, you know, it's it's a needs based approach. You know, we've mm -hmm. got companies coming to us saying, hey, we we got to apply for these green loans, right? Because interest rates are so high and." Look, I think we've got what it takes uh, for us to meet the criteria to to satisfy the need to 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 get that that, that financing uh, package. Mm -hmm. right? So we say, hey, you know, let's help you with that, right? Uh, but that that's needs based. But uh, aside to that, right? What are you doing besides you know just your cash flow constraints? What about your operational constraints? What about your 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 systems, your digitalization? What about your people, right? Mm. All these things uh, do matter, and it, it it contributes towards you know how the whole organization thinks about ESG because ESG is just everything. Right? Yeah, it, yeah. And so you're yeah. boosting, mm. how are you going about boosting the education? So they come to you and they say, uh, you know, Dennis, I'm, we really want to get our head around ESG mm. and how it impacts our business. Are you running, have you got papers on this? Are you doing webinars? Are you doing just one-on-one -on -one conversations? How, have you had to create a lot of things in this space? 
actually uh, the answer is you have to be you know you have to be uh, uh, creative you have to also you know uh, be fearless in a way to try to understand how uh, you can put things into perspective for different types of companies so we we're doing we're doing I'm doing for for that matter uh, seminars in fact actually the last quarter uh, leading up to Christmas uh, I was doing almost a seminar every other two weeks right on, mm-hmm. on ESGs just to get the, the word out right that uh, you know ESG really is about your business and what aspects mm-hmm. of your business uh, are very critical right especially in this nascent journey of ESG uh, even in in Singapore's context right mm-hmm. so we do a lot of seminars. We do also a lot of one-on-ones because obviously people aren't so uh, brave to ask questions, you know, in 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 a, in a sort of sort of a very large public setting, right? So they yes. want a bit of more uh, anonymity or they want a bit more privacy. So they ask these questions, and we have to entertain them because I think at the end of the day, uh, the way I see it is, you know, every single company I can convince, right, is my doing my part towards ESG. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, well, absolutely. And yeah. I think that then just is authentic to, um, you know, RSM as well. And, and, and so when it comes to the type of services, so you've raised awareness, what are the type of ESG advisory service that you're delivering and, and linking to the way the firm goes to market at the moment? So is, is there any particular ways you, you're doing that? Okay. So I think most people start by saying that, okay, look, we're we're struggling because you know the the economy and 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 how it's looking is 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 not so clear, right? You still got the war going on, right? You've got inflation, right? You have interest rates. You even have the risk of stagflation or or, or uh, you know in the certain cases uh, a recession, right? Potentially mm. looming in some countries. So uh, companies are worried, right? They're worried about survival, okay. And, and they're coming to you saying, okay, look, I, I, need, I think I know what I need to do to survive, right? Uh, and, and by the way, there's this set of things here that I need to tick off. So can you help me with that? That's the reporting bit, right? So you got to explain yeah. to them, actually, it's not just that, right? You need to look at you know, uh, it from a larger perspective, right? Uh, first of all, uh, it's no point if the board says that, hey, we're, 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 we're environmentally conscious or we're socially conscious uh, organization. Right. How does that trickle down to plans and how hmm. does that trickle down to uh, getting people on board? Right? Your guys on the ground, right? Be the, the, the operators, be, you know, the, the, the middle office guys. How are they working together to make sure that that commitment that the CEO or the chairman is making, right, really is uh, one commitment that they understand and they have a part to play in it. Right. So I hmm. think that whole message uh, is very key. So we talk about this from the overall strategic standpoint, and that's where, you know, all the mind shop advisory tools come in, right? Uh, you know, you help them with a the one-page plan, you help them with the now, where, how, and then they start to decide, you know, the force view, whether what, what's good, what's not, right? Mm. And what, what, what should I do you know, to combat the what's not? So I think that uh, really helps to frame the issue uh, very yes. nicely. Yeah. So, so, you, so you start off with a like, workshop with the client to sort of get that what that looks like, and then you're doing an implementation piece off the back end of that. Or yes. um, so you're helping them sort of guide them on the implementation of some of these strategies, as well as I know you've got your own sort of tools and processes around ESG as yes. well. But um, is, is that how it's typically working? Yes. Yes. So typically, I think you need to have that convert session done at the board level first to get people on the mm-hmm. same page. Right, and to say, okay, we've got a, we've got fifteen ideas on the table, but hey, let, look, 
you know, uh, I don't think we have enough uh, uh, focus and resources uh, to get every of these 15 things done. So, you know, it's 80-20 rule, right? The Pareto yes. analysis, what will work, right? And I have a high degree or chance of making that work. And let's, you know, let's put our resources and let's bet on that, right? Mm. And then we then have to then go down to drawing detailed plans and mapping things out, right? So, so if you want to, on the communication aspect, who's taking care of that? If you want it on the, the process design aspect, right, to, to actually reduce the, the so-called the E-damage, right, the environmental damage that's done, right, because, you know, we're in a manufacturing facility or we're in a mining facility or whatnot, then, then what do we need to do, right? And, mm-hmm. of course, on the people aspect, you know, how do we then evangelize this whole concept and say, hey, guys, you are on it uh, together mm-hmm. with us because we need to make, you know, this, this future real for the company, mm-hmm. right? So I think we then need to break these these things down and get get serious into the details yeah okay no that's good and and mm. I, I think i'm a big believer in having to demonstrate capability from what you're doing yourself and i know rsm singapore is very um mm. a big advocate of driving this internally and i think I, I saw recently you received the championship tier for eco office award by the singaporean environmental council so mm. what, what are some of the things you're doing that are leading by example internally around this esg space at, at rsm singapore Okay, so I think even this this probably echoes with uh, many of the advisors or consulting uh, people that, that are listening in. Uh, normally, if you have success, you define success as you know what your people uh, need to do, right? And you take care of your people. You know what you know your business should improve on and you take care of your business. And of course, you are aware of what's happening in the markets and you do a comparison and you're constantly aware of what's going on uh, that you should be benchmarking yourself against. So when we took that assessment, we realized that actually uh, whilst we were saying to the market, hey, you know, uh, ESG, sustainability is important. uh, But we also need, realized the need to take a step back and say, hey, how, what are we doing, right, to walk the talk? So, so if we weren't starting with our people, Right, and we had that plan, but we weren't starting with our people. Then you know it, it was obviously the uh, two and two weren't going to add up. So, so we said, okay, let's uh, come out there. Let's start the process to educate our people, basically on what what aspects of uh, E and S and G is important for our business, right? And the E, right, we're we're, we're not really heavy into production. We're more of a services uh, company, mm. right? So obviously we we will look at things like you know how. How do we reduce our our our, our uh, carbon emissions? How do we we use less utilities? You know, and how do we you know, take take stock of uh, uh, managing you know waste, including e waste and so on and so forth? So these were little initiatives, right? And then of course on the the S front, that was very interesting because we said, hey, uh, aside to going out and doing you know the usual community service, I think the key to how we can make a difference is about teaching the community about some of these these uh, advisory or governance related things, right? So we went out, we, we did, we did we seminars, we helped people understand the threats to simple phishing or cybersecurity or hacking, right? These were all things that I think we did a part to actually create awareness at, at the society level, at the community level, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, we then needed to have a proper G around it, which is, you know, make sure that, you know, people were, were tasked properly, there was accountabilities and how, you know, a reporting structure added all up. So, so strangely enough, that actually mapped out very nicely into the certification criteria. Uh, we took a stab at it. Uh, we actually got the certification. And in fact, in our first try, we, we scored over 80 over marks. It was, I think so. It was, it was quite a good first try. Yeah. Effort, 
Yeah, yeah great. And, and what's yeah. been the, uh, the feedback internally of people? Uh, has it been great from a, a brand perspective and also for people feeling as though, wow, I'm really part of, you know, this RSM community. I'm, 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 you know, this has been a great initiative. Yes. I mean, uh, uh, you'd be surprised. I mean, the young, uh, younger generations of professionals these days uh, really do want to know uh, beyond, you know, the bottom line, you know, what are we doing? So how are we saving our planet? How are we protecting the interests of our people? Right, mm -hmm. not just profits, right? And I think that resonates a lot because it creates a very much a balance uh, in 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 terms of uh, what they see uh, a company's pursuits to be, and and that actually also helps them. You know, I think obviously staff retention is is something that's everyone's working on, right? Yes. I think it helps from that perspective, and it especially helps when you are authentic advisor to your clients. You also have to be authentic in you know your promises that you make, and you have to keep them to your people. Yes. Yeah, so a purpose beyond beyond profit alone. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, and I think you raise a great point around just a, from an, a, and the good thing is you're doing this authentically because you've got, I think, a, a genuine intent to be a good corporate citizen and the like. And it's just, yes, the side benefit of that is that you're potentially boosting retention and, and also attraction as well because the younger generation is seeking out people that are good corporate citizens as well as being a great place to work. So, yeah. Very good. So just probably the final question I've got for you, what, what would you say for others that want to go down this journey to not only offering ESG services, but it, it, uh, I guess taking more of that sort of mindset internally, is there sort of mm -hmm. top three tips you'd provide for others? Oh, I've got a few, but actually, yeah, if you're saying top three, right, <laughs> I think the first thing is, you know, set realistic goals, right? Don't, don't go and shoot for the moon when you know, you know, that's clearly going to be a five, 10 year sort of a thing. Uh, I think we set our sights near and we do, do things step by step, right? Uh, you know, the chances of success is a lot higher, right? It's taking mm -hmm. a step at a time, right? That the whole concept of, you know, rather than taking 1,000 steps, you take a step at a time and after 1,000 times you get there. So, so I think that is important. Whether or not it be with your clients or with your internal uh, uh, programs or initiatives, right? I think you want to see quick wins, you know, and, and real successes. And mm. that obviously uh, feeds on each other, right? So one success builds to two, two to four, four to six, uh, rather than to, go, to do a high stakes launch program, which, you know, very much uh, runs yeah, a Just a gentle build-up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Gentle build-up. The second thing is keep things simple. Uh, you know, ESG is a complicated topic once you get into the, te the technicalities of it, right? So so uh, every country's got its own green plan. Every country's got its own, you know, set of targets and goals that you want to do for 2030 or 2050 uh, and, and achieve the decarbonization efforts, right? But those are country-related uh, initiatives. How does that trickle down to a sector that that country actually uh, is, is uh, working with, right? Or, or contributes very, to a large extent to the economy? How does that work for your clients? Where's the, rel where's the relation? You know, mm -hmm. where does it link? Right. I think making those linkages clear, right, actually helps people put things into retention and say, okay, I'm doing this because it, it links up to the, 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 the you know, could, it could be the suburb plan or it could be the state plan or it could be, you know, the, 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 uh, the national goal and mm -hmm. making those things clear. And so that's, that's making it simple and clear. And the three things that we're doing uh, for the company for this year, right, actually contributes towards those goals. So I think making those things clear is very, very important. The whole issue we have today with ESG is every day, every day you read the newspapers, there's a little snippet, a little column, a little blurb, a little view, 
right? Uh, or a whole big discussion on ESG. So, so people tend to get uh, uh, led uh, into confusion, right? Mm. Uh, mm. When there's just too much information, right? And, and, and I, I'm sure you will agree with me when you read the perspectives, you see three, four different perspectives, sometimes even conflicting on the topic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and I think it you know gets quite politicised as well, and exactly. and so exactly. I think when you break it down and again simplify the complexity out of it, as as you all are doing, I, I think that then helps clients work out where where can I make a practical start in this, and just not again try and tick the box, but it's about bringing this story to life in what that what that is contextually to them and their industry. So exactly, exactly. Keep yeah. an open mind. Keep an open mind is what I tell my clients. Uh, you know, you've you. I've seen clients that actually want to take things in a big, big bang approach, uh, mm. but it's small initiatives at you know I call it like the skunk works department guys who are saying tinkering with the product to say, hey, we can actually reduce the the the, the production requirements of a product right by this much if we did things differently, and that mm. then trickles down into you know how much savings we can make in terms of emissions, in terms of uh, uh, waste or discharge. And it's the small projects that can actually uh, underline those small projects are the gems. They're, they're really mm. the answers to, you know, perhaps the company's next foray into something a little bit more ESG, right? Yes. Or new way of doing things. So don't shut the little guy out, right? Because he's got wonderful ideas and ESG is not just a concept thing. It's also about a doing thing on the ground. And if you don't do it, but you just have the concept, then nothing's going to change and you're probably not going to find that gem. Right. Yeah, that's that's no, my point. Yeah, no, no, and uh, yeah, I think a, a great point to to finish on. I think the love the thing I love about how you guys are doing it is, yes, you've got these great service lines that you're rolling out, but I think the fact that you're authentically taking it on board internally is is part of the secret to why you're getting good cut through. So uh, yeah, all, all credit to you. So so Dennis, thanks for uh, sharing your insights um, in this area. I know again you you're flat out, so I appreciate you making the time and uh, sharing that wealth of insights today. So thanks again. No worries, James. More than happy to help, right? I, I wish everybody the best and also, you know, uh, take it slow, but also I'm sure you're doing great work in your ESG journey. Keep it up. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. Thank you.